1: Hey gang, Scott McKay here, Patriot Street Fighter. Many of you have seen this on a multitude of channels. Patriot Street Fighter 15, of course, is my uh, new YouTube channel. Uh, We are now operational. Multiple platforms now with the help of American Media Periscope. So thank you, John Michael Chambers and Drew and the gang over there. Making this happen while I'm on the road. And you guys do know that I am moving around quite a bit around the country on this tour apologize that i'm not getting to see you nightly at the same time um i really thought that i'd be able to get live streams done at least have them ready to go premiere every night um none of that's happened because this thing has just been explosive time-wise uh, we have an incredible tour out here it's truly the most epic thing i could have ever expected uh you people are alive and well america is kicking And uh, we are formulating a comeback of We the People in this country. Had an opportunity to grab literally 30 minutes today to jump on the schedule of Dr. Kirk Elliott. Wanted to get another economic update. I got some questions for him, some things I'm seeing out here, some pressures that I'm hearing from the people out there financially. Crazy things going on in California where they can't even have restaurants open and hotels because they can't find people to work. So I want to ask him some of those things. And that certainly makes it an incredible landscape for what I've been doing with him and Sovereign Advisors in terms of uh, certainly capital preservation of the coming changes to the new economy. So looking to see if we can get Dr. Kirk Elliott here on the screen. Say hello to him.
0: Hey, Scott, it's great to be with you.
1: My friend, it's great to see you. I'm so disappointed that I could not roll this thing through Denver as I had planned these schedule changes because I wanted to sit down and have coffee and a lunch with you. Uh, Certainly your treat, of course. That was going to be the best part of it, but I couldn't make that (laughs) work.
0: (laughs) And I was hoping for a motorcycle ride with you, but you know what? We'll save that for another time.
1: Well, you know, we're going to continue this tour after the first leg here (laughs) because I think January 24th, I believe, uh, I intend if we can continue to raise the funds to keep this tour going for the second leg, I intend to do that. Uh, people have been very gracious donating to PayPal and, and checks and all those things. But certainly now that I've been blessed to meet you and learn about what you've done, take that step into, uh, doing business with you, as well as uh, referring you to some of the people that, that are following our channel. Um, you've made it very clear to me that. Patriot Street Fighter Nation uh, also is alive and well there because we had a tremendous, I was going to say a tremendous response, but a tr- massive response um, from, from the last show we did. So those of you folks who reached out to talk to Dr. Kirk, now you know what I'm talking about. You found uh, what I said to be true. He's an incredible man, uh, the integrity, the knowledge base of what he's been doing for 25 years. Uh, I, don't, I don't easily align my name with anyone, as most people know out there um and fly not just flying solo the whole way through this operation um but certainly aligning myself with you and, and uh, the likes of mike adams down there at health ranger uh, dr. um dr vladimir zietzer in los angeles <clears throat> with a cbd operation um i like to fly uh, you know where the eagles do and you certainly are one of those and uh I wanted to link up with you sir but let's jump right into this um the tour is going great. Um, folks are little the natives are restless because they don't see me because it's been way busier than i could have imagined but i knew today when i got a little bit of sleep which i'm very sleep deprived so forgive forgive these things <laughs> uh i just uh, i knew i had to get to you today with some of the things i'm hearing out there the, the the economic pressures or concerns that i'm hearing from some of the people out there california you can't even get people to work here at the hilton restaurants they don't have the restaurant open because they can't get people to work because they're paying them to stay home here in California. The governor, government, it's amazing. So that's going to bring some things to the economy, which maybe you can help shape uh, that picture on what what it looks like and what we're looking at coming up here in the, in the extremely near future.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a problem. Um, I have clients in New Jersey who are saying the same thing. So it's on both coasts and everywhere in between. People are not working because why would you if the government's giving you money for doing nothing right and this is this is the problem for some of the entry level wage earners right it's like why why would i go to work when i can actually make more by sitting at home because the government's just handing out money it's like okay so so the government you know the biden administration is saying hey look we're helping the economy we're paying out we're all they're doing is is trying to buy votes is is what's happening because when you use public money To actually think that you're growing the economy, that's not the same as private sector money actually being spent because it's taxpayer dollars. And this is why we've got this ballooning mushroom cloud of a a budget deficit, right, every single year. And it's getting worse and worse and worse and worse. This is why interest rates started to climb, Scott, about six weeks ago is because the rest of the world looks at our, at our US treasuries is almost like getting into junk bond. It's like, okay, we used to be the bellwether 30 year treasury bond, right? The American US treasuries was what everybody looked for. So you could have these low rates because there was very little risk um, to, and so therefore you needed a small reward. But now that, why are rates climbing? It's not because the economy is growing. It's because the rest of the world says, hey America, people aren't working. You have no revenues. You've got all these exploding debts, and so therefore we need higher rates of return to basically compensate us for the risk that we're taking by investing in U.S. Treasuries. This this whole pickle that we're starting to see of people not working is just some of the evidence that that something is really, really broken, and and we've gone down the road. I'd have to say we're going down the road of the Roman Empire, right? They did not collapse from external forces. They collapsed from within because the weight of the entitlement system actually destroyed them from within. So when you look back at when when Rome fell, one third of the of the populace of Rome was on some kind of government entitlements, Scott. One third. Well, where are we? <laughs> we're pushing 80%, 80% of all our federal revenues are now going out to social security, Medicare, Medicaid, welfare assistance programs of some sort, 80%. Rome fell when a third of the population was receiving government benefits because they could not afford it. So so here's where where we've got a serious problem, and the fact that people aren't working is, is bonkers. I mean, there is now over 28 states where you can make more on, on welfare by not working than you can with a minimum wage job. This is a problem. They're, they're paying people not to work. It's not how you grow economy. That's how you sink the ship because of increasing government welfare programs.
1: Well, I'll tell you, you know, you look at this, um, I've been sort of an armchair economist quarterback for probably 25 years. I had economics in college. I think your PhD might be in is in economics or public policy basically the same thing but i can tell you this um it's really not it's not rocket science to understand economics and the simple fact is when you have a certain amount of wealth that exists okay a finite amount of wealth that exists and now somebody starts <clears throat> going out here and minting fake gold right putting metal together spraying it with gold putting it into the into the marketplace into the economy basically going to make it's going to there's something something has to so if people can understand this i would say this if you know that that is not good on the basis level it doesn't make any sense somebody's getting ripped off or screwed somewhere by taking metal spray painting it gold if we weren't working on paper notes which could be like even silver notes these things where silver doesn't even exist you're selling silver notes something's going to give How do you protect yourself from that, that you're going to take your money away from the guy who's creating metal, spray painting it, gold, selling it to you or or giving you access to it, which is a a crime in itself, which is the federal government, which is the treasury doing the same damn thing by just printing money that has no value paper. The only thing that I think that could be the, the the firewall for any of that, obviously, is going to buy the real metal itself. Now, in this economy, right, if it's just paper, they're, they're printing, and they're handing this worthless paper to people to use to buy goods and services, which has no value, and when the perception finally hits that it doesn't really have value, then things are going to go bad, in my opinion, the only that's going to protect people from that is certainly to to, you know i say this all the time wealth accumulation is not my strength capital preservation is but in an economy like we're talking about this and mounting inflationary pressure that's coming they're going to be one of the same capital is preserved and wealth accumulation is going to come on the tails of what we're going to see here whether it's because of the policies that they have in place right now now or because of the transition to the new economy, which is going to be beneficial to the world. that's kind of how I see it.
0: I see it a hundred percent the same way and and you know why are why are people starting to counterfeit gold is because everyone's looking for it, right It's like oh, Let's capitalize on this. This is why it's important where you buy it, right? It's like, okay, I wouldn't buy anything from Craigslist. I wouldn't buy anything from eBay, right? I wouldn't buy anything from a foreign country because you can't validate the source. But here in North America through the U.S. depository system and so forth, it's like you don't have to worry about it. I mean, they have so many checks and balances. it's Counterfeit has never been an issue now you're going to Malaysia, India, Indonesia, China, right. It's okay. It's probably counterfeit quite honestly, but, but we don't have to worry about it here in North America, as long as you're buying it from a reputable source. And again, I would be very careful of, and I, cause I've got people calling me all the time and say, Hey Kirk, I found this, this, uh, amazing, good deal on, on gold on eBay. It's like, <laughs> really, that's not a good deal. It's probably fake. You know, you know, if it's too good to be true, it is. So, um, you know, we we've just let the buyer beware, right? But but what we've got here is is metals exploding in value because of the economic conditions that, that you just talked about. What causes gold and silver to go up? Well, we've got um, unsustainable debt. That's one thing. You've got an actually for years it's been an expectation of a turnaround in the interest rate cycle. It did turn around. We've now got rising rates. You've got political turmoil, chaos, uncertainty, turbulence change. See, the the stock market does not like change. It likes consistency so people can have expectations for a future return that are consistent and reliable, right? Gold and silver operate on a different, different level. They thrive on chaos because when, when there's chaos and uncertainty and turbulence, people pull out of the stock market because of that mentality that they want consistency and they go into something that actually thrives during those conditions. It's part of the reason why gold and silver are going up so much. is It's a, it's a psychological decision, right? It's like we want safety. We want something that's real. We want something that, that there's accountability behind. It's hard to manipulate um, physical It's hard to manipulate the physical markets. It's easy to manipulate anything that's digital or paper, Scott. And this is why I am pushing for asset preservation. Like you shout from the rooftops, if physical gold and silver is really the only way to do it because it's very hard to manipulate the physical market.
1: What, yeah. And you look at some of these people, if I would have any concerns for people out there that have their money sitting in a place that may not guarantee their their long-term life projection i, I put this in the same camp as when we saw, saw obama and company come in after the bush cabal had tanked the economy as they did setting up the world where we had a massive real estate implosion um and of course people lost everything many people they started printing money at the Fed, seven maybe more, seven maybe it was $21 trillion. They printed it, and they sent all this money out to the Federal Reserve Banks around the world, did nothing for the consumer, for the American citizen. And what did we see happen? We saw people that spent 25, 30, maybe 40 years at General Motors. And how did they get forked over? These people had their retirements wiped out. And then the government comes in and starts buying out the company, and handing it over to the union workers or, you know, to give backs to all the people to help Obama get elected. Most important thing is that people understand, I don't care what president it is outside of the one we had Trump and the one we had decades ago, which was Reagan. Um, from an economic standpoint, these people do not care about the people, period. They just don't. And are, they always seem to me to be setting up the the weather vane to turn against the people. But one thing I would hate to see in what we have coming at us is that Americans, not just one industry or one company, uh, suffers what they did back in 2008 where they lost their retirements. They play, they're they 70 years old. They lost their retirements, and they thought they were going to have a nice, a reasonably nice life moving forward, and, and they just got literally burned to the ground i think the only thing that'll like people i know we talk about people that have iras and they're invested in different things in the stock market i know for me i've never invested in the stock market i'm not saying it's a bad thing to do uh, for me personally it seems like it's always a gamble and somebody has to lose for you to win and i know i'm being self-righteous here but for whatever reason morally i'm like i can't do that because yeah i'm doing great If somebody else took a beating it just doesn't seem right to me and again, it comes back to how do you how do you avoid these things that are personally part of my my nature? Um, I just, as I said, since two thousand six, <laughs> the only way to go for me is silver. Gold wasn't a big thing on my list. I like the idea that silver is always moving. Every piece of electronics in the world requires it. Gold can be hoarded. However, it can also be cashed in big when it, when it's going to be. And I love the thing about what you guys do with it, what I put into into silver just to make sure that a, a little bit of money I have to put in there, that if there is going to be a change and silver is going to take off, that you guys can automatically liquidate my value of silver in a day and push it right into gold, kind of seeing what's going to get the biggest return. Uh, anyways, I, that's just kind of the 30,000 foot view. And my final word on on today's economic update, I'll let you close it out.
0: Yeah, you know what you just said is it's a ratio trading strategy, which is why I'm putting 100% of people's assets into silver right now because it's the safest asset in the world. I mean, it it's phenomenal. I mean, when we are having this short squeeze going on, when when you hit in silver, when you have Basel 3 rule change on June 28th, which is actually going to have the European Central Bank pushing up gold, we could go from growth to growth. I mean, what if you get a huge multiplier on on silver during the short squeeze, right? Which is what happened the last time. And so it happens every time there's a short squeeze the prices go through the roof. Then you lock in those profits and you roll them into gold. It's like, what? What if there's a a tripling event, right? And I'm just using numbers here. I'm not saying that this is gonna happen. I'm using an example. What if there's a tripling in silver and you had $10,000 that you invested in silver and it triples, right? Now you have 30,000, you take that and go into gold. If you would have gone into gold today, right? You would have had $10,000 worth of gold if you've leveraged silver to ride out the massive growth that we're seeing in silver and then go into gold later, it's like, Oh my word, you just got $20,000 worth of free gold, right? Because you leveraged like it didn't magically appear out of thin air. It, it, it was leveraging the faster growing asset to get into gold, which is going to be more long-standing, especially with the rule change coming from, from basil three. So, so we're, we're on the verge of, of inflation or implosion, Scott, this is how I'm going to end. So, So Greg Hunter wrote this article that I read um, this week where he was was quoting John Williams, founder of ShadowStats.com. He said the Federal Reserve has painted itself into such a tight corner with the economy that it really only has two choices. It comes down to inflation or implosion, right? So what happens to the financial system when the Fed stops printing massive amounts of money for stimulus and debt service? It will implode. No policymaker on the planet wants to be in charge if they do that, so because they won't ever get reelected again. So implosion to me is out of the question, therefore, inflation is coming. The Fed has painted itself into a corner of inflate or die, and they're not gonna die, they're going to inflate. So the new inflation numbers just came out. Well, they have official inflation at around 4.5%. That's the official inflation. I did my PhD dissertation where I, me- I basically came up with a new methodology for measuring inflation. That's basically, the number is take official inflation, multiply it times 2.18, and that will give you the unofficial inflation, which puts it right around 10%, a little over 10%. John Williams at Shadow Stats uses a different methodology, but oddly enough, his comes out to the 10 to 11% range too. It's like, huh. So, what does this mean? Inflation's exploding. It more than doubled over the last year. We're getting into dangerous territory where 10 to 11% inflation is, is not good because wages are not keeping up with it. So what that means is people who are sitting in cash, they're losing 10% a year. You have $100,000 sitting in cash because you don't want to participate in any market losses because you might be old or retired or whatever. You don't have a long time horizon to recoup losses, right? So you say, I'm just going to sit in cash. But if you're losing 10% a year, after 10 years, you've lost 100% of the value. of your, your 100000 turns into nothing because of inflationary losses. The only way that you can counteract inflation is to have an asset that outpaces inflation. Right now, that's silver and gold. Silver hasn't always been the best investment. It wasn't the best investment a year ago. Maybe it's not going to be a year from now. But right now, for us to maximize our return, minimize our risk, take advantage of these trends, and actually grow faster than inflation take advantage of these markets and go from growth to growth telling everybody go into silver right now we'll ultimately roll that into gold and compound your wealth and then move forward from there so this is these are simple strategies that we can do for people so they can thrive you and i have talked about this numerous times scott we weren't created to survive. We were created to thrive and we can do that and help people and navigate this journey with them and let them know when it's time to buy, when it's time to sell, when it's time to reallocate, when it's time to get out of Dodge completely, right? We will let you know because we want to go on this journey with you. So in a nutshell, that's what we are letting people know. It's like, don't put your head in the sand. Don't walk in the spirit of fear. You weren't created to walk in the spirit of fear. You were created you know, to have wisdom and discernment and courage and boldness and do exactly what you and I are telling people to do and what you are shouting from the rooftops on your tour. Be courageous. Be bold. Walk with wisdom. Regain our freedoms, right? That's what it's all about. And that's what we're doing from the financial side of it as well. So so we don't have to be afraid. If you don't do anything, yeah, you should be afraid. But if you do do something, you don't have to, you can have a smile on your face because there are a lot of profits to be taken.
1: I got to tell you as you're talking. I'm just thinking of the irony of all this. The irony is this. They're allowing me to use their weapons against them. They're, they're out there screwing the people, right? So, and I'm sharing with the people how they can counter that by coming to sovereign advisors, doing smart things with their money, smarter than what they're doing. And then What's happening is it's protecting them and actually enriching them. And because you are bringing over to us the referrals from referral uh, uh, apparatus that we apply to this over to this side here, it's going to help me finance continuing this tour on and fighting this war so inadvertently I'm using their weapons against these criminals in government to go out there and alert the people around the nation. It's time to stand and fight, and push back so we can bring it all down. That is a fun irony to me, my friend.
0: (laughs) I love it, and I love funding your show. I love the revenue share because we got to get your voice out there to the masses. You're doing such a great job, and that's what I can do to to help you. And and that's actually what – what Street Fighter Nation is doing, right? When they call to protect their own finances, what they're actually doing is protecting your voice too so it can be heard far and wide. And so thank you, Scott, for everything that you're doing. Thank you for having me on. I I love helping your people that call in. There's a lot of them. You are not kidding. It was drinking from a fire hose. Everyone that (laughs) listens to you is like calling. It's like, oh my word. (laughs) This is like just a nonstop, relentless attack of the phone and I'm loving it because we are helping so many people and it's just awesome.
1: It was so cool when you told me you had to go hire five new people and I told you. I said, get ready, the Patriots Patriot Street Fighter Nation is going to come to your doorstep so hard and so fast, you're not going to know what to do. And now you found out who these people are. Uh, They're absolutely wonderful. It's,
0: it's, It's amazing. I mean, I am hiring people out of retirement, people that trained me that were my mentors 25 years ago, because I don't trust very many people, right? You've got to have people that think like we do, people over profit, and those are hard to find. So we're finding them and it's hard. I'm pulling people out of retirement who trained me, who mentored me in the business a couple decades ago. And and you know what? We've got an amazing team. I am so blessed, brother. I like you. We are so blessed and we have so much to be thankful for. And uh, we just, we're just, why are we blessed? Because we're helping people and we view other people as more important than ourselves. I mean, people that are, that have been longtime listeners of yours that are viewers that are calling me Shout that from the rooftops, brother, that you care more about them than you do about your own safety, your own freedom, right? So good job. That's why we're blessed is because we care about other people. It's just God's universal law, right? It's like do unto others as you would have them do under you and watch what starts to happen. We can change the world one person at a time.
1: There you are, folks. You heard it from Dr. Kirk Elliott his Sovereign Advisors. I told you you, you were a special Patriots, Street Fighters. You were a very special and powerful force. And you taught Dr. Kirk Elliott that <laughs> right at his front door. So, <laughs> sir, it's been a pleasure. As always, I'm going to try to try to keep an economic update coming in every week for the folks so they know what's uh, what's really happening out there. I think it's important that we do that. Um, I'm going to continue to turn the screws on this operation out here on tour to make sure we do that. So thanks for taking the time, last-minute rapid fire. I'm honored, so I'll say Dr. Kirk and Patriot Street Fighters over and out.
0: See you, brother. Bye.